This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, happy Friday, everyone. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, thanks for joining us today. Question of the day yesterday, the answer to, especially when used for interior design, what is the most stressful color? The most stressful color to use for interior design? Red? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Makes sense. It is a color that reminds, it's too intense for some people, reminds people of danger. It's strong, aggressive, stimulating. It's why it's used in warning signs and traffic signals. Okay, now when when my wife and I, when we bought our house that we live in right now, and what was this, about three, three and a half years ago, the kitchen was painted dark red. Kind of a maroon color. Yeah. And, but here's the thing. It was dark red, and the cabinetry, we've replaced it all. We've repainted, done it all. Right. But the cabinetry was a dark wood color. So you had dark wood against dark red. I mean. <laughs> yeah, that would not be so, my choice. So, yeah, I agree with you anyway. It, it, I'm not saying I felt violent every time I went in there, but it was very depressing. Well, and it is to some people. So there you go. Okay. Now you know. All right, on uh, next question today, some of you may know, I, I would not know this answer. Today's impossible question answer on the RushToReason.com website. What is Jon Snow's costume from Game of Thrones made of? What's his costume made of? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't know. Any ideas, Charlie? Charlie says no. Wow. Okay. So, uh, some no, I've never s- seen the show either. So Some sort of pelt? Some sort of That's a fur? Good- that's a that's a good hint. Answer it on the RushToReason.com website. All right, then. Okay? So there you go. Um, we got movie reviews today. We'll get to in a moment. Real quick, we've got an announcement that uh, we do need to make. Uh, ColoradoRecount.com. Go to that website. They are uh, seeking support, citizen support, for a hand count ballot tabulation of the Colorado, you know, of the June 28th primary elections uh there are certain races where they would like to have some recounts and make sure that it is accurately certified and this applies to all of our elections so if that's something you would like to support go to coloradorecount.com okay easy enough yeah all right what do we got for movies today okay today we're going to look at where the crawdads sing and that which, by the way, uh, leads into our topic for <laughs> the second hour, it which does. is southern movies, right? Yep. And then the uh, horror movie, Nope. Nope. Yep. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> yep. We'll do that in a moment. So don't go anywhere, guys. We will come right back. Extreme Auto Repairs coming up next. I want to take care of, again, you, your vehicle, everything you need. Don't forget tires. They do have Cooper tires. They sell those at cost and have been doing that for a number of years. So as we start to get into I know it's not winter yet. But, hey, be thinking about those things and get your vehicle in, get it inspected and ready to go, especially before the kids go back to school. 303-841-1071 or find them at klzradio.com. Go with your gut. You know when an estimate from a mechanic doesn't feel right. Maybe they're telling you to fix a bunch of stuff you didn't even know was broken. Maybe their prices seem surprisingly high. The team at Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will give you a second opinion for free so you know what's reasonable and what's not. They can typically beat the prices of their competitors, but they won't hold it against you if you decide to go back to the first guy. Either way, you have the peace of mind. The team at Extreme Auto Repair wants to keep you safe and help your vehicle last longer, but they never want to pressure you into repairs that you don't really need. So with every estimate, the team at Extreme Auto Repair will give you a priority list, showing you all of your recommended maintenance items in order, from most to least important. 
That way, you decide what you want to take care of now and what can wait until later. Free second opinions at klzradio.com slash extreme. Promises kept. All right, Flesh and Beck is next. Flesh Law Firm, it's F-L-E-S-C-H, fleshlawfirm.com. And anything you need when it comes to legal advice, representation, you've been in an accident, you name it, Kevin can help you out. 303-806-8886 or find him at fleshlawfirm.com. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. High Five Plumbing, that is our local plumbers, and they're looking for help. By the way, apprenticed plumbers, they'll help you in that area. If you're a licensed plumber, they would like to employ you as well. If you want to work in the office, the warehouse, you name it, they've got positions open. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Your main drain, a.k.a. your sewer, is crucial to your well-being and the state of your home. And when your main drain line is out of commission, the timely and quality completion of the work becomes your top concern. That's why you can't just trust anyone with a project so important. High Five Plumbing makes effort to prove that you can trust them. Their service techs go through three different trainings in a week, one general, one technical, and one service-based. They ensure their techs for your peace of mind. When you need to replace your sewer line, making the decision of what company to go with is high stakes. High Five Plumbing puts their principles in action showing you reasons to trust them instead of telling. Don't wait until your drains are backed up, you smell sewage, or your home is damaged by leaking pipes. Call High Five Plumbing, 877-934-4445 or 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, Kane, our home transitions. If you're out looking around this weekend, you know, looking at properties, things like that, maybe even thinking about selling your own home, they would love to assist you. You get two realtors for the price of one, so don't sign up with anybody else before you talk to Catherine and Robin first. 720-437-8210. You have so much equity trapped inside the four walls of your house. With how much your property has appreciated over the years, Realtors Catherine and Robin of K&R Home Transitions will help you get creative with your home equity. Think about your home like any other investment. You want to buy low, sell high. Now that your kids have flown the nest, you don't need all that space. In fact, you'd rather not have so many rooms to clean. Imagine what you could do with hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash. Buy an RV to travel the country, living like young-at-heart vagabonds. Downsize and use the leftover equity as a down payment for your kids, helping them start a new life as homeowners. Buy an investment property to supplement your retirement with rental income. Hire KLZ's real estate team to maximize your sale price with two hands-on realtors for the price of one. Fill out the contact form at klzradio.com home. Powered by Worth Clark Realty. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate and John. Are you ready for a movie? Always, yeah. Always. I'm always ready for a good movie. Absolutely. Or a bad one, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, we, we do all kinds here. Yes, We're we equal do. opportunity. Yes, we are. Yes. Well, a famous book is now a murder mystery in Where the Crawdads Sing. I have, like you, heard the tall tales told about the Marsh Girl. An abandoned child. I had a family once. They called me Kaya. A little girl surviving in the marsh on her own, reviled and shunned. Hello, Miss Kaya. I hear y'all by muscles. 
Sometimes I feel so invisible. I wonder if I'm here at all. You are. I think you're gorgeous. I want to get to know you better. There's no fingerprints on the railing, great stuff. No fingerprints? Being isolated was one thing. Being hunted, quite another. You didn't see me here. The Marsh girl, she killed him. I know you have a world of reasons to hate these people. No, I never hated them. They hated me. They harassed me. No, they never did see you want me to beg for my life? I won't. They're not deciding anything about me. In spite of everything, trying to stomp it out, life persists. Way out yonder, where the crawdads sing, the marsh knows one thing above all else. Every creature does what it must to survive. Sound kind of cool. Sound kind of eerie. I watched the previews. It actually doesn't look half bad in the previews. No, but. it doesn't. Well, it's about 1960 in the backwoods, the marshland of North Carolina, which was news to me. I didn't know North Carolina had marshland. Me neither. Well, they do. They have a lot of it. And a young man has died. He fell or was pushed off a tower in the woods. They find him at the bottom. Well, of course, as you heard, there's no fingerprints, no footprints, very little evidence, just a few threads that tie him to a local girl who lives alone in the marshland. Her name is Kaya, so naturally the cops bring her in. Well, one lawyer offers to defend Kaya, who is known as the Marsh Girl. By the way, she's played by Daisy Edgar Jones, a very good young actress. I like her. Though Kaya is a rare beauty, she's also a complete recluse. No outsider, you know, a, a total outsider, sorry, that no one trusts. Because they look at her and they're just like, you don't relate to us. And she doesn't. She doesn't understand people in the normal world. She's been alone too long. And also her background is very painful. Well, when the lawyer, you know, comes to talk to her in the jail, at first she won't speak. But eventually Kaya opens up to the lawyer and shares her life. She was the youngest in a family with an abusive father. Mom left, obviously, you know, because he was very abusive. Right. All right. And so did her siblings, but Kaya stayed. Eventually, Dad left, too. And what does that mean? Kaya was left to fend for herself. Now, imagine that for a moment. You've got, it's a home. It's a little house way out in the marshland outside of town. And a little girl who is, gee, I don't know, 10? Hmm. Eight, ten years old, um, who is actually surviving on her own and doing whatever she has to to get by. Well, at first, her only friends were the two black shopkeepers in a nearby town. And it was kind of interesting. She would, you know, to make a living, she would dig up mussels and bring them into her and uh, into them, and they would uh, buy them and they'd give her things like gas and some money, and they'd keep her going. And they'd also give her things they really cared about her. Okay. They were a Christian couple. They were very enjoyable. I really liked the shopkeepers. Mm. Well, one boy named Tate, when she's still young, they're very young, he befriended her, and then he uh, eventually taught her to read because he didn't, he found out she couldn't read. He was actually a very caring kid. Well, over the years, she studies books on all the sciences of the marsh and the wildlife so she could understand everything about her little world out there. That was her entire world, and she wants to know all about it. And, of course, she and Tate eventually fall in love. But, tragically, he has to leave. And it kind of makes sense. Uh, he's going, you know, college, life. Mm-hmm. He can't just stay there in a marsh with her. Life outside the marsh. Well, yeah, and she does not want to leave the marsh uh-huh. because she it's doesn't. comfort. Yeah, she's had some interactions with kids and so forth. You know how kids are. Mm-hmm. And it was very painful, and so she doesn't want to leave the marsh. He needs to, but he promises he'll be back. Well, before leaving, Tate encourages Kaya to become an author and an artist because she's really good. Uh, Kaya has this great blend of perspective and talent, you know, perspective in art, where you can just look at something and size it up and just start drawing it. It's quite a talent. 
She not only loves the marshland, she understands it. Her artistic talents, they're natural, John. She is a natural. She effortlessly draws and paints birds and nature. Hmm. And she learns the science behind it. Then she blends that with her intimate knowledge of each species. Because, you see, Kaya, she isn't just writing what she studies. It's her life. So when she learns these scientific things about this or that animal species or whatever, none of it's really a surprise to her. It all fits with what she already knows of each one, only she knows them even more intimately and artistically, which is kind of cool. Well, losing Tate shatters Kaya, but she finds love again with Chase, another guy from town. The problem is, John, Chase isn't as kind as Tate. He's more like Kaya's father, but with a, you know, with a temper. And, oh, oh, gee, by the way, uh, one other thing, John, I should probably mention. Chase is the young man who fell to his death. <laughs> He's why she's in court today. Oh. Remember, she's recalling all of this as she grew up. This is how she okay. grew up. She is telling this to her lawyer while she's in prison. Well, Chase is the guy who died. So here's the question. Did Kaya do it? Hmm. She had motive. She had means. Or did others have motive, too? Because, let's face it, there's virtually no evidence, and she would have had to be quite the criminal to cover it up. So there's a lot both ways. It's really a tough case. Hmm. So the question is, will Kaya be put to death, or can she return home to her beloved marsh where the crawdads sing? Because she's, she's on death row, essentially. She's on, on trial. trial for, with, a, with a death sentence. Right. Okay. Either life or death, okay, but it ain't it. good. Got it. Yeah, and so that is what the, the question is. Will she be able to re- return home? She has now become an author, and, you know, will she be able to continue living her life? So what works with this movie? Well, first of all, John, Daisy Edgar Jones does a nice job. Get used to her. You're going to be seeing a lot of her. Uh, the courtrooms, these scenes are interesting. They're not boring because I kind of wondered – I saw a lot of really bad reviews of this, and I was thinking, okay, these courtroom scenes are going to be really deathly dull. They really weren't. Uh, You had evidence going both ways. David uh, Strathern, I can't remember what he's been in, but you've seen him in a few things. Lots of stuff. Yeah. He's he's never the lead guy, but he's always around. Exactly. He's never the the lead. sidelines always, He's one of these actors you see him up there, and you're like, I've seen him. I know that guy. Yeah, Yeah, I know that guy. guy. Well, he's a good actor, too, and he's Tom Milton, her lawyer. He does a really good job. He comes across compassionate, competent, interesting. I like him. Mabel and Jumpin', they're the storekeepers. They're very likable. I really like this couple. Mabel's the smarter one. At one point, she quotes scripture to persuade Jumpin' to help. It's pretty funny, too. Mm. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm. He knows when she just puts him in his place. She knows the Bible too well, which is really kind of cool. Uh, Let's see here. You have some good plot twists. You have gorgeous scenery. And here's a couple other things I like. Number one, it's not woke. It isn't. And number two, the crowd liked it. Okay, the crowd. There there were actually quite a few people in the audience, which surprised me. And they were having a good time. They were enjoy- they were into the characters because the characters are well drawn. You really can get into each one okay. pretty well. All right. So, and by the way, this is produced by who? Reese Witherspoon, directed mm-hmm. by her. Directed, I believe, right? Yeah. And I thought she moved the storyline along quite nicely. It unfolds to you. It doesn't just, you know, blah, fall there. All right. What doesn't work? Well, first of all, let's get, let's be honest. It's a preposterous premise, Right. A little girl wouldn't have been left alone to run a house in the woods outside of town where they all know her. They know her well enough to where they're all calling her the Marsh Girl. She would have received some sort of, you know, social services. And there is that. She's ducking them. But they would have gotten to her. Okay. She would have been cared for somehow. This wouldn't have been allowed to where a young girl spends all these years as the only one in her home running it. That kind of weird. Uh, next, more time should have been spent on Kaya's almost magical connection to the marsh. Because when you see her drawing, when you hear her talking about it, it's really neat. But you should have seen a little bit more of her experiencing it. I don't know. They they didn't grow that enough to where you could see, wow, this is why she understands it so well. Because she doesn't just live there. She has a relationship with the marsh. I think they should have developed that. Finally... The pace. It slowed down through the middle. It really did. And the storyline slowed down, too, as a result. You're kind of like, okay, pick it up, pick it up. And you could tell the audience was uh, drifting, right? Well, Rotten Tomatoes, that was a big part of them. They, they, they thought this was a yawner. 
Hmm. Rotten Tomatoes gave this 34%. 34. They, th- they felt this was a very boring movie, silly, preposterous. They didn't care about the characters. I'm going to be honest. I disagree. I think the wrong— And they quoted scriptures, probably knocked it down. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. Probably did. No, it probably did. It probably did. Uh, the audience— I mean, there was a nice Christian couple helping her out. What's wrong with that, Andy? Yeah, we can't have that. The audience score was in the 90s. Wow. And I'm not I'm not going to go that high, but I'm going to give it three stars. Okay. I, th- I do think it was too, you know, preposterous in the p- premise. And, and it was too slow moving at times for me to give it, you know, four stars. Right. It's not worth that. But I didn't have any serious problems with the movie, John. You could go to it. Charlie could go to it. Anybody could go to this movie. And I think they're going to be drawn into the characters and the story. Okay. And they're going to enjoy the plot twist. So three stars. Okay. Uh, political three, more religious, three and a half. So really, you know, nothing else to go see. Go see it. Right. There is some content, obviously, her, two young men, you know, this kind of thing. But it's not that intense. And honestly, I did not have any problem with this movie. I don't think it was a great movie. If I give a movie. It wasn't a bad movie. Right. If I give a movie four stars, it's like, man, I want to see this again. I'm not going to see it again. But it wasn't that bad. But it was worth seeing the first time. Right. So in my opinion, folks, if you want to go see Hmm. Where the Crawdads Sing, I wouldn't listen to the 34% from the Rotten Tomatoes uh, reviewers. I'd listen to the crowd who went to it with me last night and go see it and okay. relax. All right. Veteran Windows and Doors have Dave out and estimate what he can do for you and really give you suggestions even on what he can do. You'd be surprised. And uh, it's a very, edu- I will say just firsthand, it's a very educational experience. I learned a lot that I didn't know prior and that's what Dave does. He really educates you on what he's doing so that you know you're getting top-notch service, quality, and everything you need to improve your home. 303-529-0720. That's Veteran Windows and Doors. Find them at klzradio.com. When you first heard about Veteran Windows and Doors, you were excited about their company culture. Finally, a company that treats you like a real person, that doesn't employ pushy sales reps, or the use of high-pressure sales tactics. You've worked with the big national companies that focus on making the most sales and getting their products installed as quickly as possible. And you knew, after just one experience, that Veteran Windows and Doors isn't concerned with being the most profitable window and door company. Everything they did came back to their sincere intention to add value, comfort, and energy efficiency to your home through products and installation that they stand behind. Don't pay twice as much with a national brand, only to get a limited warranty. Pay an honest price and know your investment is covered for as long as you live in the home. Contact Veteran Windows and Doors at kldradio.com slash windows today or call 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. All right, up next, we have Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Don't forget about their quiet, cool system. They've also got some great surge protector deals right now as well. So anything you need, give them a call today, 720-526-0231. Reduce your energy costs with a quiet cool fan installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Because quiet cool homes don't reheat as quickly as homes without the system, your quiet cool fan reduces the dependence on air conditioning. When your home stays cool, you don't waste as much energy trying to keep it that way. Your new quiet cool fan also uses 90% less energy than running AC throughout the day, which helps with the bills too. The U.S. Department of Energy called the Quiet Cool Whole House Fan the most cost-efficient way to cool your home. Take advantage of the cool mornings and give your AC and wallet a rest this summer. Pull up to 50 degrees out of your house with a Quiet Cool system installation from Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Schedule your comfort evaluation with a trusted expert at 720-526-0231. Mention KLZ and you'll get a $300 rebate when your install is completed. Again, that's 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Hey, we talked to Kurt Rogers yesterday in depth about all sorts of things, one of them being the all-in-one mortgage, which I would encourage you guys to call and ask about. We had several questions about it even after the show that I went ahead and responded with text messages. But if you've got a question, just ask Kurt directly, 720-895-0500. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees. Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. Metro Pavers has a fantastic opportunity for Class A or B commercial dump truck drivers, offering competitive wages, advancement opportunities, health insurance, paid vacation, and performance bonuses. This is the right company to work for. Qualifications for the job include a valid Class A or B commercial driver's license, a professional attitude, hardworking, and the ability to work overtime as needed. You must be able to pass a DOT physical and have a clean motor vehicle registration over the last three years. Metro Pavers built its reputation as a premier asphalt and paving company that has excelled in the greater Denver metro area for multiple generations. The ideal candidate has good communication skills, accountability and experience, safely loading, unloading and securing equipment. Take advantage of this opportunity by visiting MetroPaversInc.com. That's MetroPaversInc.com. And tell them KLZ sent you. This is Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And John, are you ready for a second movie? Nope. Nope. <laughs> well done. <laughs> How long did you practice that? Were you nope. in front of a mirror for hours <laughs> nope. on end last night? Okay, I know what I'm going to say. I know what I, Now, I hope I don't blow this. I'm going to be ready. I just thought of it, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Jordan uh, Peele is the great black horror director. He's got a style only his own. And I'll be honest, I've often looked forward to his movies because of that. Now his inventiveness tackles aliens in Nope. What if I told you that today you'll leave here different? Pops. Pops! I'm talking to you. Bro, what'd you see? Something about the clouds. That's big. How big? Big. You think whatever killed Pops is out there? Right here, you are going to witness an absolute spectacle. So what happens next? Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Are you ready? Here we go. Run, okay! Run! Nope. Nope. A lot of people, by the way, say nope in this movie. Nope. And it's always at good times. I really enjoy all the times when they say nope. When you're just looking at something like, am I going to go in there? Uh, 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 nope. <laughs> so I kind of like that. Okay. O.J. and Emerald Haywood, they're a brother-sister partnership who raise horses, they got their business, and they train them for work at Hollywood Studios. Okay. So they got a ranch in the area near Hollywood, you know, outside Hollywood, out in the desert-like mm -hmm. area, right? And they raise these horses and they train them, they take them to the studios and they get hired. It's thankless work and barely a living. Well, O.J., he's played by an actor named Daniel Kaloya. I really like him. He's a man of few words. Very few words, very quiet, very staid. He's extremely hardworking and a pure rancher. Emerald, she's played by Kiki Palmer. I swear I've seen her a few times. She's the opposite. She's flamboyant. She's lazy. Worthless. Okay, she's the worthless sister. But she's a showman. She's got all the charisma that he doesn't have. Kind of makes him a good team. Okay. If you can just get her to show up. 
Well, needing money for the ranch, O.J. approaches Ricky Park. That's the guy you were listening to on the preview. He's an Asian man who was a child star on a sitcom before a tragic accident where an animal went berserk. Well, now Ricky runs rodeo-type show at a theme park. That's what you're hearing him do near the Haywood Ranch. The theme is aliens, and Ricky appears to have, well, he appears to have made a deal, really, with either real aliens or special effects. You're not really sure, but his gimmick is releasing a horse that gets sucked up in a whirlwind. That's the gimmick. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hey, if you could go watch that, that's pretty cool. Sure. I'd watch that. I'll pay for that. Well, we see flashbacks to the tragic incident from Ricky's past, and it carries one common theme with his present. Animals are heavily influenced by dangerous forces. Well, the problem is, John, what if the whirlwind isn't satisfied with horses anymore? It wants the humans. Yeah, well, it's, it's broadening its appetite. What if, what if that happens? Well, tragedy strikes again, and Emerald... And Haywood, uh, well, Emerald Haywood, I'm sorry, um, OJ, not so much because he's really just a worker. But Emerald, she sees opportunity. She's thinking, okay, we can take pictures. If we can get some film of these aliens, real or not, she doesn't care. Okay, but if we can get film of them and sell it, we can make a bunch of money because that's Emerald. She's always looking for the quick score. She's not going to work hard and earn it day to day to day. Not her thing. She's a promoter. So she decides we've got to do this. And meanwhile, OJ, he's the strong, quiet type who just wants to save his ranch. So he figures, okay, well, if we can make the money, it'll save the ranch. They go in this together. Well, unfortunately, when danger comes, whenever this danger comes, the electricity goes out. So filming is pretty tough, right? Okay. And I'm not just talking, you know, uh, out of a wall socket. I'm talking batteries, everything. It's a little EMP strike. Basically, it's an EMP strike. Okay. Yeah, when it comes along and, you know, darting behind the clouds, it shuts everything down. So how are you going to film it? Right. And that's why nobody ever has. Okay, makes sense. Right. And this explains, of course, why they've never done it before. So Emerald and OJ, they seek help from Angel Torres. He works at a tech store. He's this, now, he's a Hispanic guy. He's a kind of a geek squad type who works at this tech store. I like him. I like him a lot. And they also hired this legendary filmer named Antlers. <laughs> he goes by the name Antlers. Antlers. Yeah, he's this old rough guy, you know, goes by sure. the name Antlers. And he is, he, he knows how he can do the filming without the electricity. Okay. So they're going to figure this out. Yes. So here's the question. Can these four pull off the impossible shot, that's what they call it, and get evidence of flying saucers? Can they survive the whirlwind of horror? And how does Ricky Park play into all this the guy who you heard during the preview what's his role in all this mm. so that is the story of nope what do you think uh, the previews are it's probably not my kind of movie but the previews are interesting they are interesting Let's say that right okay well what works in this movie first of all oj and emerald are excellent characters you got calm versus charisma steady versus flashy i like the way they play off each other i enjoy it secondly angel the techie he adds some nice humor and, you know, and he has really nice chemistry with OJ and Emerald. So the three of them, they work really well together. Next, the cat and mouse game. You would love this part. The cat and mouse game of saucers and images darting from cloud to cloud, followed by whirlwinds sucking up victims. It's cool, John. Imaginative. It's definitely different. I've never seen a horror film like this. And finally, in the first half, the mood is set. Well, they've got this like Western theme, which goes with ranching. Right. right. You even have kind of the music. The music is Western sounding and they build tension. They build dread. And you have these strange tragedies from years past threaded into it throughout it. So they build a real uh, a real mood. I'll just leave it at that. There's lots of mystery mixed with horror and sci fi. It's kind of fun. So that's what works. Here's the problem. What doesn't lost opportunities. Huge. O.J., Emerald, and Angel could have been much funnier. You had three characters who, wow, they're three completely opposite characters who can play off each other, and they only had a little humor with that. Hmm. They could have had a blast with that because the actors had great chemistry. But there weren't enough funny lines. It just wasn't written well enough, John. Not nearly. Ricky could have been much funnier, too, the Asian guy, but he 
was not nearly as funny as he could have been. I, once again, it lacked writing. So one of the big problems was writing. And finally, Antlers, he could have played off all these zany characters, right? Because he's this, yeah, you know, down right. down home, right? serious, super serious guy playing off these crazy characters. There was a lot you could do with it. They did a little. They could have done a lot. Next, terrible editing. The last third of this movie wastes some great special effects by mm. dragging out the action. And boy, did it drag it out, John. I mean, sheer pain. Drag, drag, drag. Uh, confusing storyline. And you might have gra- grasped that a little bit from me. Just This was hard for me to even sum up. You kind of see that in the previews a little bit. Yeah. Even. I mean, I, really, I mean, I know the previews are supposed to be the... Yeah, the best of the best of the movie, but even the previews, you're like, what's this all about? Right, and John, you know, every week, each movie, I start by walking you through a synopsis. That's mm-hmm. what I'm doing without giving away the key points of the movie, but just to give you a basic of what it is, this is the toughest synopsis I've had to write in at least six hmm. months. It was really hard, and a lot of the pieces, they don't attach the dots. They don't connect the dots very well. You don't know how these pieces really fit together even when the movie's over. Hmm. It's very confusing at times, and this was a real problem. Okay, the horror flashback, the flashback to Ricky's childhood, when he was, this is when he was a kid and he was on the sitcom and an animal goes crazy and there's death and all this kind of stuff. It's brilliantly filmed. I mean, it, it is shocking and brilliantly filmed, hmm. very raw, totally implausible. Because hmm. it goes on for a while. I'm sorry, but in real life, you know, people would have immediately swarmed the set. There would have been all kinds of things to stop this. Nothing did. Hmm. Made no sense. It was ridiculous. There were some really bad B-movie sets. Hmm. Okay? okay? Now, if you're going to spend a lot of money, Jordan Peele has money, okay? If you're going to spend a lot of money on the special effects of this thing, you know, saucers darting from cloud to cloud and whirlwinds, which is really cool and all this, the internal sets of when maybe you go inside this thing or you see some things close up. That's all I want to tell you. Terribly done. Terribly. It's almost like some people hung some sheets. I, I, I mean, I almost, <laughs> expect, I almost expected them to be using aluminum foil. Like the old days. Oh, yeah. It was really bad. If you're going to get sucked up into something, make it something impressive, not True. cheap. Really bad. Uh, the finale, total letdown. Once again, it just slowed down to a crawl. And you're like, end it. Hmm. I spent probably the last 15 minutes of this movie. No, I didn't because it would be rude, but hmm. I wanted to shout out, end it, end it, end it, end it. Please end it. Hmm. It was too slow. Folks, if you want to watch a horror movie, watch Black Phone. It's still out there somewhere. <laughs> that That's even more inventive. Okay, Rotten Tomatoes gave this 81%. I'm sorry, they were too kind. I guarantee you the crowd wouldn't have given it that. There were funny moments. I probably enjoyed them most and more, more than most people. Quality, I'm only going to give it two stars. Okay. And I might be being generous because I really didn't like this movie by the end. Hmm. But I'm going to give it two stars because it had some impressive special effects and a few inventive characters. So I'll give it that. Uh, political 3, really didn't make any statements, which is a little surprising. Yeah. Jordan Peele likes to make political statements. He run, he made virtually none. I guess he made one or two, but they're so quick you barely notice them. Three. More religious, three. So two, three, three. It didn't preach at me, and I like that. Mm-hmm. It just didn't entertain me. It just wasn't me. a great movie. It didn't entertain me. I didn't like that. Should you go to this movie? Nope. And no, I didn't plan that, but <laughs> it's just too easy. It's it's a nope all around. Yeah, and John, let me just say this. This is a letdown. I was looking forward to this. Yeah, you were. Because Jordan Peele is so... A lot of horror movies look the same these days. His don't. They're different. And he's had some very cool ones, which I really enjoyed. Not this. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. Just shaking my head because none of that makes... You've got all this technology and things in front of you. The budget's not a huge, huge issue. You know if they do it right, you're going to have more people going to offset that anyway, so why not? Oh, yes. It makes well, no sense. Word of mouth is going to kill this Yeah, thing. so why, why would you, you not know. just make it right to begin with? Right, right. I mean, was that his choice or editing choice or it wasn't a budgetary thing, so what was it? I, I think it was his choice. 
just to make it that way. Yes, I think it was his choice. Artistically speaking, or here's what what I think. Here's what I think. I believe Jordan Peele because his movies have started a downward trend. Do you you know M Night Shyamalan? No. Uh, The Sixth Sense. Okay. Okay. His movie started off with a bang, and as he went along, you know, Signs was his last movie that was still pretty good. After that. The village, they were getting more and more boring because he was trying to be more and more arty and different and something new and all this. He was trying to be arty rather than be great. He wanted to experience and express himself. This is me me talking here. But it was more into him expressing himself than, you know, entertaining the audience. I think that's happening with Jordan Peele. I think mm. it's more with him trying to express, and I'm not talking politically, I'm talking his artfulness. I think he's getting more into that. I want this to be raw. I want this to be, yeah, that's great. Just make a great movie. It isn't anymore. His movies, the last two have, I'm just going to say it, they've sucked. This thing, um, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 81%. Forget that. This thing's going to be killed by word of mouth. His public, his loyalists are going to go out to this. It'll do well for a week. It's going to drop like a rock. That's a surprise. So there you go. I was disappointed with Nope. Gino's Auto Services next, where you won't be disappointed, is taking care of your vehicle, keeping it running as long as you can. You'll save money at the pump. It really is the best way for you to stay ahead of, of the, the, you know, the budgetary end of things when it comes to transportation. 303-794-6700. Don't forget about the AC special they have right now and loaner cars as well. Gino's Auto Service, and that's Gino's with a J. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Michael Bailey Law, Mobile Estate Planning. He'll come to you. That's why he is mobile. 720-394-6887. Don't let your family go nuts over your stuff. KLZ's Mobile Estate Planner, Michael Bailey, sees it all the time. Just when you'd hope your family members might be sharing fond memories of you after your passing, they suddenly descend into the most infantile arguments, the repercussions of which could last years. Families go a little crazy when a loved one's stuff gets involved. Save your family from themselves. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, today. Make your final wishes clear. John Rush led his business through four recessions, and he wants to help you not only survive the recession, but also thrive. John helps you run your business smarter, not harder, by making sure your employees are using their time efficiently, planning for the future of your assets, and adjusting your prices to account for inflation. Do it better than your competition, because the alternative is going broke or out of business. Make a profit as a small business owner so you can rise above the rest. John Rush will help you thrive through the recession. Get a head start and get smarter. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Now is the time to stand up for life. Now is the time to stand up for women facing unplanned pregnancies. Now is the time to support pro-life ministry Save the Storks. Your monthly gift will help us put more medical units, called stork buses, on the road, giving women the choice to choose life for their babies. Visit SaveTheStorks.com now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month. Please, don't wait. Go to SaveTheStorks.com now. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Here at 4 o'clock, we will also have our movie rental review segment, Movies of the South, if that's something you want to participate in or have a suggestion for us. 307-200-8222 is the text line. 307-200-8222. Let us know, and I'll, I'll get that, you know, I'll keep adding that to the list because, I don't know, did you end up with a lot of... 
movies? You know, I did pretty well, but it was difficult. This one was a little different. Yeah. I had to do a little Movie, more thinking on this one. Movies of... Movies uh, down south. Yeah, so again, I had, I had to do a little thinking on this one as well. So again, not saying we need a lot of suggestions, but we could use a few. Let me ask you this, John. You've gone to the south. You've visited yeah. the south many times. So have I. What do you think of the culture down there? Oh, I love the south. Me too. It's friendly. It's uh, upbeat. It's you know, sort of that happy-go-lucky. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, of all the places... Uh, the things about the South, I we should probably say it this way. I love everything about the South except the humidity and the bugs. Right. That's about it. Other than that, I'm in. Well, I mean, I did basic training and my tech training in the South. When you're marching in full gear and you're doing a run, a two-mile run in full gear in 90 degrees, 90-plus percent humidity. That's miserable. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The South is where I probably saw the least amount of racism just about anywhere, except, uh, I'll be honest, southern Wisconsin, there wasn't much either. Nobody cared. Right. It was just, you know. Kind of like here, actually. We We we, don't care either. Well, we were south of Madison, north of Chicago, whatever. Nobody cared. Right. And, well, yeah, but you have a lot of racism here. It's just in different communities. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, downtown. You know, looking back on it as, as a kid and stuff, you know, we just, you know, here in Colorado, we we didn't have... Nothing close to what other parts of the country had. I worked in a theater uh, down along the um, Gulf Coast, and you're always told, oh, white people hate black people. Um, Everybody was totally integrated. Nobody cared at all. Hmm. It meant nothing. And I mean, I was immersed in these people. It was um, east of Houston. And... these uh, Port Arthur, you ever heard Mm -hmm. of it? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I heard it. I was in Port Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw none of it, and it was that I, I I'll be honest, that was the big thing that shocked me because I expected to see it hmm. when I be, went back down there. When I was there in the military, you barely see anything. You know, you're in the right, barracks. Right, right, right. But yeah, I, I expected to see a lot of it. I saw nothing. Oh, I love this. I love the cooking in the South. Yeah. Of course, you know it's, and I've got some you know background in that you know family wise and such. So yeah, I I think the South is, I, mean, I love the South. It was great. You never get treated better at a restaurant. Like the fact it doesn't snow. Yeah, that's kind of well. I mean, there's some parts that do, but not. Yeah, but not hurricanes. In general. Yeah, it can they really do, rain. No, they do have they have hurricanes and tornadoes. There are a few places. You know what really shocked me about because I went through Mississippi too. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, is it green? I mean, I thought it was green. Oh, we don't know green. It's jungle green. No, yeah, we we, I that's something I learned, not till I was able to travel. You know, later in life. Right. Um you know, teenage years and above, I didn't realize how brown and dry we are here. Right. Even until if, leaving. Even if you go up in the mountains, here is nothing but death compared to Mississippi. That's right. Which is life. That's right. It's kind of hard to explain. I had, no, I had totally, no idea. No, it is totally different. You are, you're 100% correct on that one. You don't realize what green is until you get down there. I think the shocking thing for me coming back and then, you know, once again going up the mountains is how far apart the trees are here. Yes. Very dense there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's like dense. wall of trees. Yes, very dense. You, the other thing, too, my dad, my dad reminded me of this when I was, you know, younger and started traveling and so on. In Colorado, you know, like here, okay, so we're 12 stories up, and we can see pretty much everything. Right. All the front range. I mean, you can see Pikes Peak. I mean, you name, you can see long distances. Yeah. And if you can't, you just go drive a little bit, and you'll be on a hill, and you still see. Right. Doesn't matter whether you're 12 stories tall or not, you can still drive around and see things. Exactly. Most of the country, especially in the south, mm-mm. You're not, you're not seeing around the corner. No. Nonetheless, what's down the road a mile or two. Here, we're used to seeing a mile down the road pretty easily. You don't see that there at all. Right. Another thing that really surprised me, John, was the customer service. Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking just at a nice sit-down restaurant. I'm talking at Taco Bell. Okay, okay. hun. Okay, hun. Uh, hun. Hun. I was called hun all the time. <laughs> That's right. It was incredible. No, not in a bad way, in a good no, way. No, no, no. Everybody yeah. was just in, real in friendly. Way. That's, right. That's and, right. And once again, black, white, didn't matter. No. Everybody was just great, and they were so happy to see you. Yep. They understood you're, ba- you're bringing money to their establishment. They have a job because of you. They got it. It's one thing in the, you know, northerners especially, and I think in the west, we're a mix and, of that. We, we have that at times, but other times we have none of it. I saw virtually no entitlement. And this is weird because you always hear about 
well, it's all welfare queens and all this in the South. And I'm like... Not as many as you'd think. I'm sure there are somewhere, but yeah, all you, I see are hardworking yeah, people. you don't see it as much as you're, as you're thinking, so... At least I didn't. I'm like you, so... But I think a lot of that just depends on where you're at. So, good stuff. Uh, okay, we got to take a break in a minute or two. But, Dan, go ahead. we got a couple minutes. Go ahead, sir. Hey, so um, I had my director and manager from out east visit me this week and yeah so he was from ohio so i took him up to um we didn't go all the way to mount evans but we were driving up the road to mount evans and he just could not believe the views right that he was seeing right you know and yeah. the trees he was yeah. just like in yeah awe. back to what i said a moment ago i mean we are so used to seeing distances there's a lot of places around the country and, and i realize there's places like here as well but you start getting you know, into those areas Andy is mentioning a moment ago, or even where he's from, Dan, and yeah, they don't they don't have that luxury. And I've taken uh, people from like Florida above Timberline, and they're just awestruck. Yeah, they're like, "What is this?" Right. And then talking about <laughs> well, and, well, no, actually, it's like this, Dan. It's <gasps> what is this? Because <laughs> yeah. they can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Well, once I'd walking up a little hill, and he was sucking air. <laughs> there you go. I really quick, Dan. When I was in Wisconsin, I I would run three and a half miles a day. I came out here, went out to try a run in Loveland. Uh-huh. I didn't I didn't make it a half mile. Oh yeah, yeah. I fell and over. Then, yeah. And then down south, I agree with the hospitality down there. I've been down to Louisiana, uh, Mississippi, uh, all those areas down there, and they are the nicest people. Yep. Uh, food is great. No comparison, Dan. Right. Appreciate it. that's good. I, I appreciate that. You're just really adding to what we were talking about. So thank you. Just, you know, verifying what we're talking. So oh, he's spot on. Appreciate it very much. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith. Uh, go to Al Tuesday night for dinner. If you'd like, you can call and re- register, see if there's even any openings. Don't know whether there is or isn't. KLZradio.com, 303-744-1128. A trustworthy advisor who is well-equipped to manage your assets before and after your retirement is essential in ensuring the longevity of your nest egg. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial has a fiduciary duty to act in your best interests, so he cannot allow his own motives to interfere with the satisfactory fulfillment of that duty. Al knows the stress of planning for retirement and the worry that comes along with the proper allocation of your wealth. Giving you affirmation is one of his top priorities when working with something as valuable as assets that in most cases took a lifetime to accumulate. So when you place a portion of your assets under management with Al Smith, you'll know your money is positioned well. Al Smith makes you feel safeguarded from potential situations that could affect your financial health regardless of your retirement status. Make an appointment with Al Smith now. Visit klzradio.com money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. Hey, really quick and just, you know, verifies a lot of what Andy and I talk about on a regular basis. Despite Polis, despite everything else going on in our state, Charlie just summed it up. When he came here at 24 years of age from Ohio, he thought Denver was Aspen. There was always snow on the ground, high in the mountains. He had no idea that it looked like it did. Guess what? The majority of people for a very long time thought the exact same thing until about 10 years ago or so when they started realizing that, oh, it doesn't snow there all year long? Well, he just misheard, you know, snow in the uh, snow in the ground, high in the mountains. He misheard them. It was there's snow. Every, people are doing snow and they're all high. And they're all high. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Yeah, no, you got that right. All right, we're gonna be right back. Hour number two is next. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna do movies of or from the South. Call with your favorite one or text us either one. Three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. We'll be right back. This is Rush to Reason. Myself, Andy, and Charlie on KLZ five sixty.